Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Christmas and welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, taking the mincemeat of conversation, putting them into the pie cases of the internet, baking them in the oven, I guess. Yeah, bake them in the oven of humour. It's like a mince pie, but it's a podcast. I'm just excited. It's Christmas, James. I've not thought it through. Ho, ho, ho. That's Ed Gamble. My name is James A. Castor. Together we own a dream restaurant and every single week we invite in a guest and we ask them their favourite ever start a main course dessert, side dish and drink. Not in that order. And this week, our Christmas guest is... Ross Noble. Ross Noble. I mean, we're very excited to have Ross on. We're both huge fans. Huge fans from back in the day right up until today. Yes, I mean... And moving forward. In pretty much every interview you do as a comedian, you get asked uh, what comedians you're a fan of that made you want to do comedy. Ross Noble is one of my answers every single time. He knows that. Yeah. I've told him that. <laughs> so he, already, he already knows that on his, on, his, on his way here at the moment. Yeah. So very excited to be interviewing Ross Noble. That would probably be moments on the podcast where I just don't speak for a while because I'm just thinking starstruck. like, this is cool. This is cool. Like if I could tell... My my eighteen year old self that this would happen to me. Yeah. I'd be pretty chuffed with this life. Yeah, so Ross, there'd be a lot, a lot of that. I think Ross was that guy for a lot of our generation of comics. Yes, very much so. And as as a result, you know, we know a lot about um, his routines from the past. Yes, we know uh, if any food gets mentioned in the routines, yeah. if any shows are named after foods. So it's quite easy to choose the secret ingredient for this episode. An ingredient which, if Ross says it, we will kick him out of the dream restaurant. We will. Uh, and the secret ingredient this week is noodles. 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 Uh, he did a talk show called Noodle Meister. I believe yeah. it was called. I believe it was called. I won't see it. Yeah, yeah, you won't just see it. So I won't see it. Don't yes. pretend like you believe it was Noodle, called it. Noodle Meister. I believe it because it's true. It's a pretty broad 
we, we, we spread the net a bit wide there. Normally, secret ingredient might be something very specific. This is a whole food stuff. Yeah. But this is Ross Noble. So mm. I've never seen Ross on anything talk for anything about for a short amount of time. Yes, it's going to be a long episode. So I think if Noodles does come up, yeah. we'll have already got a whole episode. Yeah. Even if it's just we've done the water course, we've done yeah. pop dobs or bread, that will most likely be... If he has Noodles for starter... That's fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. I think we'll still get a full episode out of this. So, you know, we're pretty confident we can do something as broad as noodles for this. Yes. uh, Ross is on tour as well, we should say, doing his new show, Jibber Jabber Jamboree. Jibber Jabber Jamboree. Is on tour right through till 2024, 17th of March, 2024. So he's going all over the place. You must go and see him, including, if you're a London person, London Palladium, 14th and 15th of March. Also, excitingly, uh, Ross has recorded his last show, Humanoid, and that is available for purchase on his website, rossnoble.com. Very exciting. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah, I've got got a lot of Ross Noble DVDs at home, so it would be nice to have something that uh, doesn't uh, take up shelf space. Take up shelf space. (laughs) My my DVDs, man. I've got to sell them at some point. Yeah. I've got so many DVDs still. It's mad. Do people buy DVDs? I bet some people, I bet I can sell them to some people. Yeah, Nish. Nish, Nish will buy them. Oh, yes, that's a good point. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Nish. And this is a Christmas episode, of course. Yes. So we will be asking Ross uh, what his dream Christmas meal is as well. Yes, we will. Very excited to speak to Ross Noble. And this is the off-menu menu of Ross Noble. Welcome, Ross, to the Dream Restaurant. Thanks. Welcome, Ross Noble, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. It's nice to be here. Right, quick question before we start, right? On the genie thing, Yes. right? Are you a genie with legs Mm. or are you a genie with, you know how the ones that have got just the wispy bit? Wisp, yeah, the wispy. Are you a wispy genie or a, and I'm not going to accept... I'm one of these genies that has a wispy bit and then has legs when it's convenient for the movie. Like the Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, disgusting. All of the fan art that I've seen of me as a genie. Right. I've got the wispy bit. Right. So I'm happy to accept that if that's what the listeners hear, that I'm a wispy bit genie, then I guess that's that's, that's what I am. A wispy genie's attached to the lamp, though. Does the wisp always need to be attached to the lamp? Well, here's mm. the, this is my next question. Yeah, right? you've got a lamp here, yeah. right? But because I'm a bit, I've got a slight obsession with genie logic. Yeah, and so this might be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We might not get to the food store. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. I have a huge problem with Christina Aguilera. Yeah, because she's the. Like she claims to be the number one world's genie expert, right? And then she sings it, but she knows nothing about genies, right? In that song, right, she sings, uh, if you want to get with me, baby, there's a price to pay. I'm a genie in a bottle. Got to rub me the right way, right? Mm. Two things. First thing, you don't rub the genie. You rub the lamp. She's in. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. rub the lamp. Yeah. She says, I'm a genie in a bottle, right? <laughs> genies, genies do not live in bottles, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. in I Dream of Genie, mm. there was a bottle in that one. Larry yeah. Hagman kept her in a bottle, but that relationship was, it was sex live, basically. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. there was something going on there mm-hmm. yeah. that wasn't a, a, an equal relationship. He was, he'd imprisoned 
that genie to work as yeah. his domestic slave, yes, right? Yes. So that's genie slavery. So I'm not accepting the bottle situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she claims you have to, she's a genie in a bottle. They yeah. live in lamps. And if she is in a bottle, you would rub the bottle, not the genie itself. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying. She shouldn't be singing that song. She knows bugger all about yeah, genies. Yeah. And then, so I always like to check if somebody's claiming to be a genie, yeah. I need yeah. to know wispy. But you're saying that a wispy genie is it because you've seen the pictures from Aladdin where the genie's emerging and you yeah. think that he's is still a bit of an attack, like an umbilical cord almost. Like a, almost. Like a genie umbilical. A genie umbilical. So he's attached to the lamp and almost if a genie detaches from the lamp, how long can they survive? Are they getting, oh, their, sure. they are they getting their nutrients from the lamp? From in the, uh, yeah, yeah. And you know how like when you uh, like see a cow is giving birth yeah. or, and, and the, 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 the calf comes out first yeah. and then... Or any animal mammal, for that matter. Yeah. And then afterwards, there's like all of the 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 uh, what do they call afterbirth. it? Afterbirth. The afterbirth. Yeah, yeah. That all comes out. Yeah. And what's the name of the thing? We placenta. placenta the placenta. placenta. Yes, yeah. of course. Which some people eat. Of course. We could, we yeah. could double back to that. Don't, away. <laughs> Don't give away your starter. Um, there's a dessert. Oh, always a sweet placenta. Um, is there like a sort of a genie placenta lamp shaped? That if you, yeah, like when after the three wishes are granted, then a sort of wispy placenta flops out, and you just see like a dead genie just with its kind of wispy bit down to thin, yeah, then like a sort of lamp a lampshade placenta, sort of placenta. If that was the case, and I knew that was going to happen, Aladdin I, 2 would never have been no. released, <laughs> and I would never do my third wish. I'd just do the two wishes, and I go, you know what, I don't want to see right. a gen genie placenta, so I'm going to leave it. Or you could make the third wish. I wish this isn't about to happen with the placenta. <laughs> and that's the, you know, yeah. you sort of, and that's how the genie. That's freeing the genie, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You say, look, you're going to be, you're just, the lamp is no longer going to be dragged. Does he just drag the lamp? Yeah, I'm yeah, just thinking, if point. he is attached to the lamp, mm. when a genie moves, do so they just like drag the lamp behind them? But that's yeah. probably, that's probably how they keep them. You know, like when they're in the cave, mm. what's it called? The cave, cave of, of Wonders. The Cave yeah, of Wonders. Yeah. That's the... They just drill the lamp to the shelf, yeah. and that stops yeah. the genie. Yeah. It's not magic that's keeping them in there. Yeah, yeah, it's nails. But yeah, yeah, or no more nails. Yeah, the glue. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that it has the same effect. Is that still yeah. a thing? Do people still use no more nails? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's still going strong. Yeah, yeah. that's good. No more nails in the advert. I remember there was like a chair halfway up a wall that mm -hmm. someone had used no more nails to stick to, and the guy was sitting on it talking yes. about no more nails mm. and. I was like, well, that's the only thing I want to do with it now. Yeah. I want to stick a chair halfway up a wall and be able to sit on the halfway up a wall. Yeah. But was but, it, was it Araldite? Was that the, you know, where he stuck his, he was in a, a jumpsuit and he stuck it to the, and then he was lured over uh, sharks. Oh, really? Was that, there was a lot of that going on. Yeah, I think now, because what do they call it? They call it imitative behavior, don't they? Mm -hmm. I think like nowadays, you're not allowed to just start sticking your shoes to the ceiling and going, <laughs> yeah. I'm Brian Glue. And with Brian's glue, you can put your shoes on the ceiling and hang upside down. You can do that. Yeah, because the kid's going to watch that yeah, and go, yeah, I'm going to stick my shoes on the ceiling like Brian Glue. Yeah. Because they're going to be like Brian Glue. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to be? Who wants to be? <laughs> But so, Wispy Genie. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Wispy Genie. Right. And may I thank you, by the way, on behalf of all genies for, you know, sticking up for us with the Christina Aguilera song. It's good to have an ally. You so know, you know what? That, Ross. For years, I don't like the way that she's positioned herself. She's no. positioned herself as the voice of genies. That's yeah. interesting you but, say that because 
at what point in the song does she say, I'm the worldwide genie expert? Well, she released it on all major platforms. (laughs) (laughs) She she was was doing a whole, like there was a whole tour where the the reason people were going Mm. is to see her gyrating around, saying, I'm a genie genie in a bottle. bottle. You've got to rub me the right way. And even if that is like a sexual thing, I also think that because genies are essentially... They're, they're not solid. Mm, yeah. So if you try to rub a genie, your hand goes through, through. Yeah, through yeah, the yeah, genie. Yeah. So even that, even if she actually was a genie mm. and had the paperwork to prove it, mm. and then you she, you go, right, I'm going to, uh, all right, Christina, if you're up for it, I will rub you the right way. You can't because your hand, hand goes straight, straight through. through. Well, then that's the wrong yeah. way, isn't it? Maybe there is a right oh, way. Oh, there is a right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've run out of time for fun. <laughs> <haven't we? laughs> it's I, you, important. You, I, um, I remember oh, so, you so, did a... Sorry, sorry yeah. to... to yeah, yeah, sorry, no, no, just, no, no, I just no, wanted... No, sorry. Yeah. In the restaurant, yes. right? Because the... the uh, the st- Obviously, uh, what, what, what would we call your staff? As a yeah. manage, management. My waiter. He's, he's really more the manager. He's the maitre d'. I'm just, right, human, okay. just human. But still valid. Still, still valid. Still valid. Is there a problem... In the kitchen where all of the... Because this lamp here, yeah. if you were to take the lid off that, gravy boat. Yes, it is. Right? Yeah, yeah, it comes with gravy boat. It's So, is there a problem in the kitchen? You're hovering around. There's a lot of, you know, obviously, end of the day, you're back in your lamp. Yeah. But is there a problem with employing genies that there's too many genie-like receptacles yeah, in yeah. the kitchen where you're problem, tempted yeah. to think, oh, I'll just nip in that gravy boat for yeah. a bit on me break. Well, Oh, the, the, so the you're main... worried that the genie's going to try and have a nap in the gravy boat? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, mean, I thought you were actually, worried about someone putting gravy into the lamp. Yeah, that's more... I mean, that could be... That's there's more pl- there's placenta in there, so I guess it's that's just, just... There's, not, there's yeah, no there's actual no, space. It still no burns space. us. Yeah, it still course. doesn't feel nice when it happens. Yeah, And obviously things just go right through me. But I still feel it. Yeah. That right. scorches. That kills. Right. It kills yeah. every time. Yeah. The screams of a genie coming from a gravy yeah. boat. It's not nice. Spoils every... There's many a Toby Carvery I've been to. That's why in a Toby Carvery, they always present it in a large pan. Yeah. A heated pan <laughs> with a label. Because... Uh, label? Ladle. You're a big Toby Carvery fan, aren't you? Oh, I see. I, I, I think I'm... <laughs> Ross knows that I've, I've got a lot of his DVDs, and I think there's one of them. Is that? You bow down to a man in the audience because he works at Toby Carver. <laughs> I don't remember that, yeah. but abs- 100%. You get on your is, knees and bow down to him. <laughs> I love Toby Carver yeah. to the point, even to the point where it has been known for me to race motorcycles, and I was trying to get Toby Carver. Carvery to sponsor me because right. I just thought you know all these lads lining up on the start line with like Red Bull and all that and I want the big face of Toby <laughs> on the like on the back of my helmet you know <laughs> yeah just so that if people are coming up behind me they go hang on is that Sir Toby Belch from the from the hold on hold on, hold on. I didn't know he was called Sir Toby Belch <laughs> yeah that's it I think, isn't it? Is, is that what Toby jugs are based on? Yes, yeah, so Toby yeah. Belch from. Is, no, is it, I have no idea about this. Twelfth night, it's twelfth night. Yeah. So, so, so Toby Belch, uh, is character in yeah. in Shakespeare, right? And I believe that the Toby jug is based on Sir Toby Belch. Right. That's where that's, that's the, the origin. I could be yeah. wrong. You might, you might and need then Toby to. Carvery comes and then Toby Carvery went. 
let's base it on the Toby yeah. jug. Yeah. And then I think that's the it case. It must be Sir Toby Belch. Is the it, it Toby, would have to Toby be, Carvery it? logo, yeah. I mean, let's <laughs> not forget, with the Toby Carvery, their dessert, they have the custard, you know, the, the endless custard... Do you know about this? No. So basically, Do you mean unlimited? Yes, unlimited. End, endless customers. <laughs> no, no, no. I just like asking for endless jugs. <laughs> I just like to say, you go, would you like the uh, would you like the endless jugs? Yes, it's just a nice thing to say. It gives it's got a seventies thing to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I do. I I I absolutely love Toby Carvery because the great thing about it is you don't have to go for all the meats, you can just where else can you? This is I've inadvertently got on theme here, haven't I? Uh, where else can you go in and just get a massive plate of veg? Yeah, <laughs> like because I love a Brussels, I love yeah. Brussels sprouts, and there's not many restaurants. Oh yeah, you can have them with like bits of bacon and some sort of truffle infused oil and in that. Yeah, but where can you? If you're on the outskirts of a large town, not a city, a large town, and yeah. you think. I'm on a roundabout and I want a large plate of veg. So Toby's there for How you. often do you find yourself thinking that, Ross? I would say on an almost daily basis. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're on tour a lot. I, I, you, I, you've I, got to eat healthy. We yeah, should talk, yeah, yeah. Where else can you have a large plate of veg? Yeah, we should, we yeah. should talk what? We should talk about your tour. Oh, yes. oh yeah, of course we should. Yeah. Jibber, yeah. jabber, jamboree. That's the one. Yes, I'm on tour now all around the country playing mainly Toby Carveries. <laughs> um, yeah. If you look at Ross's tour dates, it's every all single there. one has a Toby Carvery. Not far off, actually. Yeah. yeah. My ex, one of the guys who used to come on tour with me quite a lot, right, we would alternate between who is going to buy the lunch, right? Yeah. Right, you can clear this up, right, as official yeah. restaurant types, right? So we go into a Toby Carvery, and we previously we'd had like a quite an expensive meal and I'd paid for it. Mm -hmm. And then it was his turn to pay for the meal. Mm -hmm. And he said, right, well, I'll pay for it, but I really wanted the Toby. So I said, look, and I think he's getting a result here because mm. he's, was it like seven quid or something? So we go in there, we have the Toby. And then at the <laughs> end of it, the manager, right? The manager was chatting to the manager and- uh, You were? What? You were chatting to the manager of the Toby Carvery? <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I go, who's on? Who's on? Who's on today? <laughs> I like to find out. He look. He come over. Look, look, I'm not giving it the big one, right? He came over. <laughs> I'm just saying. He said, "I'm pleased to have you here." He approached me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He approached me. This sort of the. Yeah. This is sort of the crux of the story. I'm not trying to. Yeah, yeah. Not trying to be the the big showbiz big man. Like, hey, look at Noble. So just... he definitely recognised you because of your comedy, rather than as someone who's been to every Toby Carver in the UK. We don't know that for sure. But let's not. <laughs> but he uh, he was inquiring about the show in the town, right? Yeah. And then, right. And this is, again, I'm not trying to be some sort of big shot Jay-Z type character, right? Yeah. He said, you know what? Lunch is on me. <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah. He literally said, he, he said, you know what? And that now that's that's 1450, right? Yeah. At yeah. least, right? <laughs> Plus drinks. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I'd had a lot of custard, right? <laughs> and he said, you know what? It's on me, right? I offered him tickets. I didn't, I said, look, come to the show. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, that's... 1450 versus two. Anyway, it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Let's yeah. not get into that now. He, but he's, the, he's quids in there. Exactly. Yeah. He's, he's ahead. He, yeah, yeah, but yeah. my mate, who's on tour with me, he then claims, right? <laughs> he then claims that, strictly speaking, I have to pay for the next meal. Yeah. 
Because he would have paid yeah. for the Torbury. No the way. Torbury, that's what I call it. <laughs> I like it's a portmanteau. I like to merge it together. He reckons that because technically the manager said you can have a free Torbury, yeah. right? He reckons, well, that was my turn. Yeah. So I then have to pay for the next one. Yeah. Is that right? No, definitely not. No, it's not, I think it's, it? it's, I mean, it's him who's got to pay for the next one. But yeah. is it whoever pays, the other person picks? Is that the rule? No, it was just it was just literally just like I you were what you fancied the toe. I did it the night before, yeah. and it was like you know. I think he's got to pay for he's got to pay for yeah, the next clearly. one. That's what I said. but yeah. it's uh, that's why we no longer work together. <laughs> no, it's not true. That's not true. Five for the tour. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there you go. But I do, I do love it. I love a Toby. I really love a Toby. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. I've completely forgotten that. I'd I mention- remember it. Because I tell you why I remember it as well. It's because I, at the time, hadn't really left Kettering. So did not know what, I didn't know what Toby Carvery was at the time. Oh. So I was like, I don't understand this bit. Exotic. But then the bit that helped me out understand the joke was that you said to the guy, the only way that you could be any more iconic to me would be if you were literally the little chef. Right. Um, and I knew, I knew what Little Chef yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm Med- guessing it's, uh, yeah, it's all, all gone now, of course, the Little Chef. Yeah, I bet yeah. that must have been sad for you. It was, yeah. I think the, um, you know, when they tried to get Heston Blumenthal to mm-hmm. to revamp it, but it was that was doomed to failure, wasn't it? You know, like Little Chef is, look, you've got your pancakes jubilee, you know, it's a yeah. beautiful thing. You've got your Olympic breakfast, they're standard. It's motorway fair. Yeah. You don't want Heston coming in with no, his glitter no. cannons and he's, you know what I mean? He's don't want to, I don't want the cherished jubilee fired in my face from some sort of exploding <laughs> nitrous oxide thing. You know what I mean? Just Heston, Heston's the wrong man for the, for the, and they didn't take on any of his ideas. So, you know. The little yeah. chef was a character in Macbeth, wasn't he? He yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah don't yeah. shake your the, little... Chef, head at me. <laughs> Big one. I, I only know. Uh, don't don't shake your bloody locks at me or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. I was trying to do that, but then realised he doesn't have locks. He's got that chef hat on all yeah. the time. We don't. We so don't, then I was backed into a corner. But we don't know though, do we? We don't know, don't what, know what's under that. We don't have locks. Locks. Bloody locks. You might under have just pulled it off. Like There's that. just bloody locks. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Well, we always start with still a sparkling water, Ross. Yes. Do you have a preference? Oh, blimey. So, uh, well, I do like a sparkling water, mm. but sometimes I, I call it fizzy water. Yes. And if you're in a restaurant, they don't like that in the posh places. <laughs> you go, would you like some water? I go, yeah, I'll have some fizzy water, please. What did you say? <laughs> oh, sorry, sparkling. That's always a bit awkward. Yeah. And also, like, I'd never really drank water for years, and it's a new thing for me. And oh. some of the waters, it's quite a... You'll get like a dense bubble and then others, you know, you see it's like, it's just like lightly sparkling. Mm. So it's, it's got to be the right sort of bubble. So I will. And sometimes I don't know whether this slips into favorite drinks or not, but if it's a place that a restaurant that has a bar selection, the ultimate for me would be large bottle of densely sparkling water, just a little drop of lime cordial. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah. it's is is that still allowed? Yeah, of course. It's not, yeah, yeah. It's not pure. But if somebody said, "Oh, would you like some water that's got a hint of lime in it?" No, right. it has to be the mixture. So yeah, I'll go for 
Yeah, I think uh, that. Yeah. Densely sparkling. Dense. I don't like the high, you know, the high frequency bubbles. Yeah. Don't, don't you like, like big, it. big old bubbles. Big, thick bubbles. In fact, if it, if it could be just one bubble, that yeah. would be me. Is that just, not an empty glass? <laughs> well, it depends which way you're looking at it, doesn't it? <laughs> some people say a glass is half full. Some people say the glass is half empty. I say the glass has just got one big bubble in, <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> well, we like, could like definitely ice cubes for whiskey. Like those big ice cubes for whiskey that basically fill the glass. But you want that, but like a bubble for water. Yeah. There was a period of time where I remember a lot of comedians having fizzy water with lime cordial in it before gigs. Do you remember really? that? Really? It was really? a thing for a while. What? No. Yeah. Are we talking at the festivals here or are we talking about this in the clubs? clubs. In this, the feels clubs. Like, this feels like clubs. This it's feels in the like clubs. A lot of people were. What sort of, what sort of nice. era are we talking about here? Well, it's probably when I was starting. So it's probably, I reckon we're talking 2010. Comedians have started around the same time as me. Um, Good Lord. So they've been going a few years at that point. They just started to get paid gigs. A few of them were just doing it. And it, I was like, oh, this is like the drink of the. Oh, so the you're, talking, yeah, you're talking about comedians who've just started. So all yeah. the old guard were probably sat in the corner. Oh, yeah, they were hating oh, us. No, yeah. no, they, no, oh, no, no. They hated us. Let's, the old guard. There was no water drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was just, yeah. You know what I think it probably was, though? I think, I don't know whether this coincides with the time of the, of it, but there was a time where you had to be very careful ordering sparkling water because you didn't want to be like a young up-and-comer in a club saying, oh, I'd really like a Perrier, you know, <laughs> because <laughs> because that's, you know, that was the... Uh, that sounds arrogant. That was yeah. the, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, well, I'm sure you would, but with your act, no chance, man. <laughs> and then it... So when did it stop being the Perrier Comedy Award? That's the question. I reckon that's what it is. I reckon it probably yeah. probably stopped being the Perrier and comedians went, oh, thank God. Oh, yeah. do you know what? You're probably right yeah. because, like, yeah. it, it was around that time it switched over, right? The Perrier stopped. Do you think they were all drinking sparkling water because they thought it would get them a Perrier? No, 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 no because no. it stopped being the Perrier. So now they could order a sparkling oh, water. okay, the other way. Yeah, and they yeah, wouldn't yeah. be on the receiving end of a slam gotcha, gotcha. two seconds yeah, later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I reckon that's what it was. So I reckon, yeah, around then. Yeah, 2010 maybe. Yeah, it's when they tra transitioned over. 2006. Is that, so, was it the period up until then, is it? Yeah, so. Around that time. Yeah. But it probably takes, safe. you know, it's like for things to take hold, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Probably yeah. 2007. People went, oh, thank God. And then it sort of filtered through and it's it became like, yeah. A, yeah, yeah. it was like an acceptable. You leave it a few film. years. Still, a few years after that, people are still going to be calling it the Perrier Lazily. It's like tw Twitter and X, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's that thing of like. Let's call it X, formerly known as Twitter. All the time. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to, in 10 years' time, we'll be going, ooh, the birds are Xing outside. <laughs> You know, just that's how language develops, yeah. isn't it? I was quite angry, actually, when I uh, got nominated for the period because they sent me a, a load of champagne. Don't drink. I went, well, what's wrong with this picture? Yeah. Like, you're a fizzy water company. Yeah. Can I have a... And talk about lots of small bubbles. Oh. Champagne. Yeah, but you know what I did? I asked for it. They sent me, they'd send me some. I said, I'll have, can I have some of your water? And I think they were a bit like, there's no real connection here. They just give you the, the money and that. And then uh, they did. So I opened them up, left the top off them, left them out overnight, came back. <laughs> yeah. I had a sweet, sweet still water. <laughs> yeah. He won that one. <laughs> Look, I did, yeah. <laughs> Pop-ups or bread! Pop-ups or bread, oh, Ross Noble! Pop-ups or bread! I was... Uh, 
When you see it popping up some bread, yeah. are you referring to the Carla Liam sitcom? <laughs> the what? The Carla Lane sitcom. The Carla Liam sitcom. Oh, no. Do you remember the, the popular sitcom bread? Oh, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I just don't know who. <laughs> oh, Carla. Have you noticed how Carla I've never Liam watched bread. <laughs> no, we I, I know about bread because of Nathaniel Metcalf, who know, who our friend who knows everything about everything. Yeah. So I know about bread through him. I only know about it because I saw, uh, is it Jonathan Morris was in bread? Johnny Morris, he yeah. did the voices of the animals on Animal Magic. No, there was another guy. I saw him in Panto anyway. Oh. So I know about him from that. Well, oh, hang on. Was Which one was he? Did he play the uh, the second brother? Because, of course, Adrian. But for people Adrian. who don't know what bread, what bread is, <laughs> sorry. do you want to explain what, to the listener what bread is, what this show was? It was a sitcom about a Scouse family who, um, I mean, it's a bit like how Only Fools and Horses was basically about somebody who... You know, parked in disabled parking spaces and didn't pay tax, and everyone went, "Yeah, it's a different time," you know. <laughs> and I think, yeah, Red was a Scouse family who um, used to uh, fiddle the doll. It's a different time, you know. <laughs> different and, time, uh, yeah. So it was uh, Jean Boat, who was like Mama Boswell, uh -huh. the main one. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then she had all these Scouse sons. I believe originally written for the McGann brothers. Yeah, the McGann, and then they passed on it. Right. I think Carl Elaine was like, oh, this was me. So they cast them all. And then the guy that played Joey, the eldest one, went on to direct the Hollywood movie Sliding Doors. Wow. So there you go. There you go. So Papa Doms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think I do love bread. I have to say the, yeah, the, the wheat based yes. <laughs> snack <laughs> or meal, depending on your, where yeah. you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but then the Papa Doms are. Uh, the thing about Papa Doms for me is they're only really the means of transporting the mm -hmm. sources mm -hmm. into your mouth. So if I could have bread and say like a syringe, not with a needle on it, obviously. Yeah. I don't want it Pulp Fiction style <laughs> jabbed into my heart. But if I could have bread, but like say like the mint stuff yeah. in a syringe, mm -hmm. that I could have a bit of bread and then just squirt a bit into my mouth. Yeah. Or spoon it in. I would go with poppadoms, but I just think... You want the poppadom sauces is the main thing you would want if you order poppadoms. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So we. I mean, if you want to do bread and a, no, some syringes do... full of poppadoms... Do you just want the syringes and no bread or poppadoms and just want the syringes with the sauces in? Yeah, but I think that's disrespecting the... That's disrespecting the poppadoms, isn't it? Because that's... <laughs> here's the problem, right? Yep. I won't... I won't eat mango, right? It's too tropical, right? <laughs> It's 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 just too it's too tropical. Mm. What, so what's the issue with it being too tropical for you? You don't want to get ideas above your station. <laughs> I don't want to be transported <laughs> to the to the mangrove. No, towards the towards the end of his life, my father developed a I would say an unhealthy obsession with mango. Eating it, not you mm. know, he didn't just have them around the place, and he had. Uh, yeah, like mango chutneys and a dried mango. He eat a lot of mangoes. And, and, then, and there's never been a thing in his life before. You've never seen him eat a mango. Never no, no, he'd never especially... Sh I mean, he yeah. was finding it difficult to eat, and I think the mango mango might do... Oh, that's gone a bit dark, isn't it? The, yeah. uh, it might just be that mango is the thing that is mixed into food that's easy to, yeah. to eat. But he, I opened the fridge, and he had a, a, an unhealthy amount of mango-flavoured yoghurt. Yeah. And I just thought it's too, it's too, I'd never really thought about mango before that. And I went, there's too much mango. And I just, and then I 
when I thought about it, I thought, I don't, I, I, it's, it's too tropical for yeah. me. But I do like the mango chutney yeah, on yeah. a poppadom. So interesting. I mean, I mean, you'd have yeah. to ask a psychiatrist about yeah. that. Well, I think a psychiatrist. <laughs> If they just, yeah. if I may, li- listen to that clip, would go, I think it's more that it reminds him of the end of his father's life. Oh, yeah. Than, yeah. yeah, maybe. I don't think the tropical thing is an issue. But you did no, look no, at no, the mango I... and you went, it is too tropical. You separately then thought, do I yeah. like mango this much? No, it's too no, tropical. No, but he wasn't dead at that point, yeah. though. But you said towards the end of his life, he suddenly started eating loads of mangoes all the time. So what you're saying that like, what, so you mean like I opened the fridge and went, there's too much mango in this. I would say that now you would associate the, the, the mango. With yeah, that but at the time, by the time you decided I'm off board, I'm off board with mangoes because yeah. you opened the fridge and there was too, too many mango yogurts. In yeah, there. but then equally, <laughs> some might say if I was to eat mango now, yeah. it would transport me back to a time when my father was alive. Yeah. So sure, I don't think you're that an analysis holds up on this. Does that make it less tropical then? Because it's not transporting you to yeah. Oh, I see what you tropical mean. Tropical climes. Yeah, it's yeah, transporting yeah. you back to when your father was alive. It's a difficult situation, yeah. isn't it? What else is too tropical for you, Ross? Yeah. Um, oh, blimey! I would say like lilt is fine. Yeah. Right. Right. Even but though that's, that's their brand. Well, that's totally tropical. That's well, their whole no, brand, Ross. But hang on. Hang <laughs> totally on. tropical. No, no. But it's not too tropical, is it? Right. It's totally <laughs> tropical. It's completely tropical. If, if they released, you know, like say, uh, like a diet beverage would yeah. be like a less sugary mm, version. Yeah. They don't do, well, say like Red Bull. Yeah. You've got Red Bull, yeah. then you've got sugar-free Red Bull, mm-hmm. and then you've got lower caffeine Red Bull. So Lilt is totally tropical. Mm-hmm. That's the right amount of tropical. But if somebody said, do you want a lilt? And I think, oh, I'm feeling a little bit tropical. I feel tropical, <laughs> right? I just want the right amount of tropical. Yeah. But then some idiot comes out of the kitchen. Yeah. They've hollowed out a pineapple. Absolutely. And they've yep. poured the lilt into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. It's too tropical. That, that is, is too tropical. tropical. So, so you never drink out of a pineapple? Nah. Or a coconut. Or a coconut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if, if you had to pour lilt into a coconut... Is that too tropical? Well, the liquid itself is still totally tropical, right? Mm. Yes. But then with combined with the vessel, it's too tropical. Yeah, it's too tropical. It is. It's too tropical. Yeah. Are you aware that Causton Press have released a basically their own kind of lilt? What? So that they've... Do you want to give some background? Because Yes. So for the listener, you already know, uh, if you listen to enough episodes, that I'm obsessed with Causton Press and love to read Bob Causton Press. The nice people at Causton Press... Sent us a lot of uh, cans of it recently as a result. Ross came here today, opened the fridge to get a soft drink out, was not prepared to see that much cause and press, oh my God. and punched the air and said yes with many S's on, on the end of yes. <laughs> yeah. And then told us that you're addicted to it. The I'm minute. absolutely addicted to it. And But you know what? I'm ashamed to say it that I did not know the, the brand because right. I've just been buying it at the Marks and Spencer's uh, motorway services and I saw the rhubarb you know I've started the tour and uh, you know I've been in Australia and I've come back and I've seen hang on a, a rhubarb beverage what? <laughs> which is not tropical at all no, no. you know what if anything it has the um, taste of the allotment about yeah. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> if anything it's the opposite it's totally I reckon allotment. If, if you were to pour lilt and it's like if you you know like equalising acidity if you were to pour the rhubarb press into you know like mix that with lilt yeah it would just taste like water <laughs> the tropical 
the totally tropical taste yeah. and the to- you know rhubarb grown indoors in the dark yeah. the opposite of the <laughs> the uh, the opposite of tropical they're going to cancel each other out what would know? happen yeah. if you poured rhubarb course and press into a coconut i think that would be a neutral that would yeah. be a yeah, tropical vessel yeah <laughs> tropical vessel allotment uh, drink allotment drink pour them together i think if you're the sort of person who wanted to drink from a coconut and was thinking to themselves like, oh, I, I want to drink from a coconut. I like the look of it, but I don't want people to think that I'm some sort of tropical large dar Yeah. Then pour a bit of that rhubarb in and people yeah. go, oh, look at you, all tropical. You go, Have a sip of that. <laughs> oh, all right. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. That's what then you win that one. Yeah, 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 exactly. In your face. <laughs> um, I love it. I, I'm, obs- I'm absolutely, I had five cans yesterday. Yeah. Five cans of this drink, and it's just my only criticism of it is it only comes in the can, yeah. and I'm all for you know better for the environment. But when you're in a higher car mm-hmm. and the you know you need, I'm I'm in I'm not in, fine if you're in an SUV, but you can't when you're knocking it back. Yeah, it's a bit dangerous to finish. Whole, you know, to drink a whole can, yeah, you have to tilt. The head has to be tilted, unless you've put the seat lower and the sunroof and, down. And the t- so, but you've still got to, yeah, you've got to knock it back fully. Yeah, and you don't want to be pouring it into a glass or coconut. <laughs> take a swig. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that, that's my only criticism. But um, I mean, that's str- more of a criticism of cans in general, though. I think True, like, I could yeah. get a straw. I could get yeah, a straw. Yeah. You know, for yeah, for dry. but I love it. I'm properly. And because I don't drink uh, hot drinks uh-huh. ever, and, and, and that. Well, I, every now and again, if there's a nice bit of uh, scenery, I'll often have a. I might have a hot chocolate if it's a. But only if there's a nice scenery. Like a winter, anything that could be deemed uh, fodder for a Christmas card. Yeah, yeah. I'll have a hot chocolate, but it has to be uh, rosy-faced children <laughs> or robins. Um, <laughs> Maybe if I'm watching an episode of uh, like Winter Watch or something like that, mm-hmm. I'll have a hot chocolate. Pack them. Oh, if Packham's within, if Packham's within the vicinity, even if we were on a tropical beach, yeah, I would have a, you know, I would have a, a lovely hot chocolate. And and I'm every now and again I'll treat myself to a, a peppermint tea, mm-hmm. but for the most part I don't. I never drink. I don't drink tea or coffee. So. So yeah, so beverages for me are um, yeah, they're, they're quite a quite an Big integral thing. part of my liquid intake. You know, uh, cordials. I know you're a yeah. You've talked about cordial sure. in, in the past. I've that's stuck a, it to them. Yeah, <laughs> I. Um, oh God, that's caused a problem in the studio. <laughs> the mention of cordial. No, only presses. Benito just threw his <laughs> notebook across the room. <laughs> just threw yeah. it on the floor. At the mention Played of quite the, badly there for uh, Benito. Maybe he's had an incident with one of the Robinsons family. <laughs> um, I once bought every flavour of Robinson's cordial mm-hmm. and had it in my dressing room so that it started, like, I had it on the shelf and it started with the deep, rich, forest fruits there the black currants right down that end and then it came up the the barley you know the summer barley with a maybe a hit of ras and then i think raspberry and i did the full colors right the way yeah. through you know into the oranges and then whoa right up to lemon right yeah. up that yeah. end. <laughs> and you'd look and people would come to me dressing room and go whoa what's happening yeah. i go full color chart 
like had. a gin you know you walk into a bar sometimes they've got an amazing selection of gins you you did that but with just the full range of do the gins or the i don't know because i don't, they don't drink, tend to i don't drink alcohol so no they, they're they, not they wouldn't be color organized but i just mean the right. uh, the selection oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but this this was a it was like yeah. a wonderful like color chart like a know? sunset so i love the cordials was yeah. this when you're doing a long run at a venue yes yeah i was you're yes. not taking this everywhere you so go how many bottles time. is that for the full oh, range man, it's quite a lot and i had to go to several different supermarkets <laughs> so i'm imagining quite a long wall i think it was uh, i would say 10 to 12 maybe uh-huh. it's not okay. not massive yeah, but yeah. uh but i i do like um i very much there's a there's a brand called bickford's right. bickford's cordial that are an australian brand and i do like a bickford's i like the lemon but they've got one flavor of it do you know what the flavour's called? Tropical. Oh. It's just Bigfoot's, just tropical. Doesn't describe general tropical. Gen, yeah. Just, yeah. just general tropical. Yeah, you can't trust so, that. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, so I'm loving this. I'm loving Well, there's this. a tropical Corston Press that's that. Right. Now. Okay. That's like pineapple and grapefruit, I think, like like Lilt is, but like also. Because well, Lilt the apple. isn't a thing anymore, right? Lilt's not a thing anymore. What? Sorry. Sorry. Do you know that? It's Step, now on. fan. What is it, Fanta? They basically replaced Fanta, Fanta pineapple and yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to be one of these old bastards that's just going. <laughs> oh, it's marathon become Snickers and for fruits to starve. Shut up! It's progress, right? But I'm not sure how I feel about yeah, that. Yeah. Lilt actually is Lilt's yeah. not a thing. I feel that's like gone. it's the opposite of progress. Yeah, yeah, you know, with, with Lilt. But mm. and just merging it into Fanta because it was its own thing. It embraced the tropicality. Yeah. You know, and this but, is just going completely. No, no, it's not that anymore. It's just another flavor of Fanta. And I also, I, I, I mentioned this to you before as well, but I, I have drunk too much of this. But I got to the point I had to go and see a hypnotherapist because I became addicted to uh, diet Coca Cola. Mm. <laughs> And can um, you see yourself heading down that path with Corsten Press at the moment? Same, same hypnotherapy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. It's Corsten Press rhubarb. It's, it's, it's me again. The, I think it was the uh, caffeine and I don't go well together. And uh, I'd have a can in the morning, especially on tour. You know, you have a can in the morning. You maybe have a, a bottle in the car on the way to the gig. And then you'd have one before the gig have one in the interval, maybe it's a couple afterwards, go back to the hotel bar, maybe it's a pint there. And I was drinking, I would say, close to five to six litres of Diet Coke a day. And <laughs> well, I, that's a shock because the day you described on Diet Coke does not yes. add up to five or six litres. So you're even keeping some secret Diet Coke. For <laughs> well, hang on, 33, uh, 330 <laughs> mil. Yeah. Is that... Is that yeah, right? yeah, that'd be three thirty mil. Yeah. On, yeah. Oh yeah, three thirty yeah, mil. Yeah. Yeah. Standard yeah. can. Yeah. Right? Pretend that you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not just checking. Let me just check. Let's find a number out the air. Let me check on the can if that's real. Yeah. Yep. I don't want people at home just thinking. Sure. Yeah. No, he doesn't know. Um, yeah, he doesn't know. But uh, double checking. Yeah. So there would be what's that? So three. So three cans are there. That's mm-hmm. a liter for three yeah. cans. Yeah. So what did I say? I had five I, or six liters. I had five, yeah. So that's. Uh, um, you're right, but it's uh, but that is but that's a lot. You're probably having like I can find pre-show if I'm in the dressing room and there's diet coats, which there is. Yeah, always. There's always diet coats in the dressing room. Yeah, I can get through more than one can pre-show because I'm a bit I'm pacing around. Right, and like and that's when I realise like I have to in the daytime because I'm big into diet coke. 
I might have to get that number of your hypnotherapist. Yeah, I can but pass you. in the daytime, if I know I've got a gig in the evening, I have to stop myself from having diet coats because I know that pre-show in that dressing room, I'm going to go nuts. I'm yeah. going to have two or three pre-show. Yeah, easy. And yeah. and the, and sometimes, sometimes the caffeine doesn't like. It's fine if it hits during the show and you get a bit of a lift. But mm -hmm. if you time that wrong and it happens. Good night, everybody. <laughs> that's that's not good, you know. Yeah, and I, I wasn't sleep. In fact, especially if you're going back to your room and having another diet coke. Oh God, you're sitting in a room wired all alone, and that's when that's when you start like pulling the hangers out of the cupboard and say, "Oh, I wonder what I can do with these." You know, <laughs> e emailing Toby Carvery yeah. to sponsor you yeah. on your bike. Exactly. <laughs> It'd be really good if he's on my helmet. Yeah. I'm really fast. No, not even <laughs> on the bike. Well, I did it. Uh, not yesterday, the day before, I did this run. So I got up really early. I was down in the New Forest yeah. and I was, uh, I got up really early and then I had a red, straight away I woke up, boom, smashed a Red Bull. So I thought, because it's early, and yeah, I was yeah. so smashed a Red Bull and then I had, uh, and, I, and, I, and I'd stay off the caffeine completely and then I had a bagel with some Nutella on it and that's got... <laughs> That's got quite a lot of sugar in it. Fucking so I'm already... the absolute last person who needs any of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, uh, over the course of the run, I had these, um, you know, these gel things that you have. Yeah, yeah. And I got like these. Uh, they've got uh, caffeine in them. Yeah. Okay. And I got the larger ones. Uh, yeah. Mortine, I think the mortine, mortine. Anyway, they got a lot of caffeine in them, mm. and I did those. I had one of them every sort of half an hour for like two hours and that yeah so i did four of them and then um and they all kicked in i'd already finished the run and they kicked in in the car and um i was literally i, I thought i was at a rave i don't remember i don't remember any of the drive to Leamington spa but i do know that i listened to i think at least two taylor swift albums <laughs> So yeah, so I got I I did go to the hypnotherapist and I haven't I haven't drunk a I haven't drunk a diet coke for uh, five years now. Well, what happens when you like look? Does something happen when you look at diet coke now, where something kicks in in your or brain? Like I stopped you... doing a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> like a steam <laughs> Or do you just um, not want it? Do you just not want it anymore? Just don't want it. Yeah. It just doesn't even. Mm. I just look at it and I think. Uh, I think he's put something in my head that's made me go, oh, not for me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, it's it's good. I, I Some people, uh, the first time, he said people react to hypnosis in different ways. And he said some people are really sort of in the moment. And the first time, he, the first session that we had, I thought I was inside a flaming cave of dragons. Like, you know, when you look at your, you know, when you close your eyes and you see the, like close your eyes and and look it's at the because yeah. often people yeah. don't look at the they just close their eyes and think oh it's dark but if you close your eyes and look <laughs> there's a lot of stuff there's going. a lot going <laughs> yeah. on like yeah. and it's it's sort of and depending on how dark the room is so I was like in that and it felt like it was all flames swirling around yeah and then I started and as I got more relaxed unless he did just go there's a dragon I was like Whoa, yeah it's that. messing around so um yeah so if anything if I look at a diet cook I sort of Something thinks, oh, I must read some Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an all digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos, so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that <gasps> my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but yes. my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Dream starter. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. About my, so essentially, I eat like a child, right? Okay. I love fancy food. You know, I, I, I like going to fancy places. I don't like cooking. I don't like hearing about cooking. And I don't like cooking shows, right? I don't want to know where it's come from. I don't want to know how it's happened. Like, and I don't like mixed food, right? There we go. Okay. So here's the thing, right? If you were to give me... A little bowl of mince. What I'm saying is I like eating ingredients, right? And I think that's because I, that's why I can't cook, because I go, oh, they're nice, you and just eat them. So if you give me, if you give me a little bowl of mince, yeah, a little bowl of cheese, right? Maybe it's a bit of pasta, something like that. I go, oh, that's a nice dinner. You make that into a lasagna, I'll chuck you out of the house. I'm not a fan of stuff being mixed together, right? That is all all cooking. Yes, because when you said I don't like mixed foods, I I was thinking, okay, like maybe like, you know, you got a fried breakfast and stuff mixes in with each other. You don't like the food to be touching or whatever. You don't like a meal (laughs) that has multiple ingredients that are touching. You don't want the ingredients touching each other. It's not about touching. No, I can mix them together. 
So, like, if you were to say you brought me a breakfast, right, like sausage, I'll make an exception with the sausage because obviously that's that's different bits of pork but it's and made fat. into one. It's, yeah, 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 it's yeah, one. Yeah, it's an it's, ingredient. It's yeah, one. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. And that's hard to describe. I'm just, yeah. like, like shepherd's pie, nightmare. Yeah. Like, n- absolute nightmare. There's, like, there's too much going on there, right? Mm-hmm. So. Can I, I'll just say, the phrase shepherd's pie, there's too much going on there. Right. It's possibly one of the simplest dishes yeah. anyone no, could ever make. Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever said that before, Ross. Except it's probably there's too much going on there. Right. Potatoes, yeah. Yeah. right? Correct. Pot- not just... If you gave me, like, some... What's it? Mince, is it, inside yeah. the are they, are they all going to be in little bowls again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you give me some mince. It's, and a it's nice mince, pot- mince in a bowl has been the example twice now. Well, yeah, that's true, yeah. actually. <laughs> right. So we start out is mince in a bowl. No, it's, uh, shepherd's pie is lamb, right? Is it lamb? Yes. Yeah. Because it's shepherd. Right. Shepherd's pie. Lamb. Yeah. Mashed potato on top. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Disgusting. Wouldn't eat it, right? Lamb shank next to some mashed potatoes. Yes, please. Okay, nice. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. What about sauce though? If they, what about if there's a gravy going on top? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That doesn't count as mixing. Okay. Yeah. But also, do you have to pour it on? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might be a control issue. Yeah. Now I get what you mean by mixed foods. Though. You see what I mean? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. When it's been fannied about with. Cooked. You know what I mean? Prepared. No, 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 no. Yeah, I think prepared is yeah. the thing. I yeah, think yeah. it's. I'm fine for cooking. But even then, which brings me to my starter, yeah. steak tartar. Right. Perfect. <laughs> That's mixed with stuff, though, Ross. Not it's. Yeah, Sometimes f- you watch them, they come tableside and mix it up. I will not have that. <laughs> I will not have that. That is... Yeah, no, I don't mind. You stick a few chives in, stick a few... You Mustard, know. egg yolk. I like it when Shallots. the egg. I like the uh, egg sits on the top, and then you I can do it. I don't want that mixed yeah. in. I'll I'll mix it, mate. Don't get yeah. step away. The worst steak tartar I ever had was at uh, you know Sardi's. No, Sardi's. Yeah, I know are, that, yeah. It, it's in uh, New York City on Broadway. Uh, this when you were doing a musical? The, no, uh... no. This was me. Just I was uh, no. I was doing stand up. Uh-huh. And I'd never been to uh, never been to Saudis before, but S- Saudis is the place you know where I mean it's faded now and it's but you know back in the day it's got all the pictures, all the pictures, all the stars, yeah. all the stars there uh, on the walls, and you go in there and it's like lunch at Saudis, right? That's the that's <laughs> the th- you know it's the place. All the big Brody bass thought, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to. So I went in there. Oh, what's this? Steak tartar. It was not steak tartar. What it was, that Corson's press coming back on me. A bit <laughs> I should have only had the seven cans. Um, the that co- and it was mince. It was just. But you love mince in a bowl. Yeah, mince in a bowl. No, you love it. You love mince. Yeah. <laughs> it was uncooked mince. Literally, it was mince. Like it had come out of a mincer. Yeah. But they make a big deal of mixing it up at the table and then putting the stuff in. Nah, I'm not having that. No, I like a really. Really nice, like high, like really high quality. Because I was vegetarian for years. I was a proper vegetarian, and then I just remembered that meat was really nice, and I just went, I went back to. But a lovely, just a really good quality bit of steak. Because it needs to be hand hand chopped as well, right? Was it the the thing of it being through a mincer? It just felt like it. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, 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 that is weird. Like you're in a raw burger. Exactly. And no, I'm not having that. Yeah, that's like. uh, So yeah, so I think. Nice steak tartare there. 
like an egg on the top yeah. for me to mix up my discretion. Yeah. Um, I love steak tartare. This is a great choice. You do? I'll normally, if like it normally appears on like menus at like classic restaurants, right? Yeah. Where like it's like all the favorites are there. And I'll normally go for steak tartare. But also it appears in the sort of, it's one of those ones where it can so easily go wrong. Mm. It's not the sort of thing where it has to be a certain quality of restaurant. Mm -hmm. Because if you were to go to, you know, insert name of the generic in here. Toby Carvery? No, never. Disrespect Toby. But if you go to Toby Carvery and they go, we've got a new special on today. We're say doing Weatherspoons. Let's say Weatherspoons. What if Toby Carvery said they had a steak tartare on? Are you getting that? I'd have to have a look at who was working. <laughs> I'd have to. Yeah, really nice, really nice steak tartare. You know, with the... The little bits of bread and stuff, and I yeah. can, you know, I can put it together myself. Yeah. There's yeah. never enough, I think. Steak tartare, it's always too small a portion. Mm. Some places you... I order a main as a starter. Oh, nice. Yeah, but you have to do this. Yeah. Well, there's two things I do. The first thing is I order the steak tartare, and I always go, this is just for my own amusement. I don't think that the waiter or waitress is going to find this funny. This is purely for my own amusement. I always go, and could I have the steak tartare, please? Medium rare. And I always, I always say it. I was going medium rare. And then I just pause and I just look out the corner of my eye and I see the look of panic yeah. on the face of the server going, oh, he's an idiot. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to have to explain that steak tartare is a raw dish. And you can see them. There's a beautiful moment where they're going, oh, shit, should I say it now? Or should I just bring it? And then, and you can just see the panic look. And I go... I know it's raw, but I just wanted to see. Just a bit I fun. just wanted to just, yeah, just for my own amusement, you know. So yeah. if probably, the egg's probably got human saliva in it, to be yeah, fair, yeah. after I do that. but uh, That's why it's safe to keep all the ingredients separate. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to see what, what yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to hang on a second. Little bowl of spit. There's a little bit of toothpaste in that one. Little bowl of spit. I <laughs> got And a uh, jug of piss for you. <laughs> Would you like me to pour? No, I'll pour that on myself, thanks. To Toby jug. Toby, yeah. Toby jug full of piss. Exactly. Piss <laughs> pouring out of Sir Toby's face. <laughs> well, that's a great starter, Ross. Lovely. That's delicious. Would you like a main course serving of that as your starter? Yes, please. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Medium but, rare. But this is the thing. So I was going to go for, because my favorite food is chicken wings, right? But not fried chicken wings. I've no time for that. I like, you know, a really nice oven cooked mm -hmm. chicken wing. And often chicken wings come as a starter. It's perfect as a starter or a main, you know, yeah. for me. Am I allowed to have, like when we get into the main course, it, would you say chicken wings would be classed as a side? Even though I don't think they're a side, uh -huh. could you get away with that? Maybe I think you I could think, get away with. Yeah, chicken yeah. wings are a side on a lot of menus. Yeah, I love chicken wings so much that I was in Dublin. Right? Are you aware of the chicken wing, the Dublin chicken wing wars? We might have mentioned. I don't have know. I? Uh, tell us about the Dublin chicken wing okay. wars, and then have you had the? Uh, Popular comedian and television personality Jason Manford on there. No, we've not. Okay. No. Myself and uh, Mr. Manford were in Dublin. We were working in Dublin for a week. And it turns out that somebody... Now, the Irish aren't known for their... It's not chicken wings. You always associate that with the Americans, don't you? They say, um, somebody put it on. Best chicken wings in Dublin. This one restaurant. And then another place opened up. 
and they were like claiming they so there was these two restaurants competing for the chicken wing crown right. and then another one popped up and then it became this thing of like because there was queues around the block for the two places and then uh, there was no sign of the the chicken wing mania was growing so all these people start jumping on board thinking well if there's queues around the block no need to queue. So there's like 10 restaurants in Dublin who all claim to be the best chicken wings. All in the same, the same area? Yeah, yeah, in central Dublin. So I said, because I love chicken wings. And I, so I said to Jason, I said, well, because uh, he'd heard about this and um, he'd been to one of them. He said, oh, this place is definitely the best. So I said, why? We're here for a week, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're here for a week. I said, why don't we eat? Nothing but chicken wings. Such an unnecessary part of the plan. <laughs> like, like, I thought, oh, it's going to be, you know, that you try eat, all of them. You would try all of them, but yours is. Why don't we eat nothing but? Them? Yeah, but there's ten restaurants. I'm not. I'm not gluttonous. I'm going to have, if you know, lunch and dinner yeah. for five days. Yeah, that's okay. not a big stretch. I mean, look, I do sometimes when I get a food that I like, yeah. like this drink. Yeah. Sometimes I can go for weeks where I only eat that one thing. Yeah. If you like something, stick with it, right? Mm -hmm. Until I, you don't like it anymore. That very rarely happens. It doesn't, do you it's, not burn out on It's things. more it's the... straight to the hypnotist. It's, it? yeah. <laughs> it's out there. It's the, the pocket watch comes out. Uh, it's chicken wings this time. <laughs> okay, here we go. You're in the I went, to, I went to Dublin. I tried to decide which one. Do you know the chicken wing wars? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he made the chicken noise to stop him drinking the Diet Coke. That's triggered a chicken wing addiction. You've oh, been hanging out with man for the game. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't never got chicken wings this time. No, so I sometimes I will... I'll go through phases where I just eat like you know one thing. Anyway, on this, like for example, me and a friend of mine, we spent a week in Devon where we just went wild camping, like sleeping in farmers' fields, not mm. official, and we ate nothing but ambrosia rice pudding for a week. And I'll tell you what, I mean, I love rice pudding, yeah. but Jesus, after a week of eating yeah. that, there was some that. Oh, I, when is when was this? Uh, probably five or six years ago. Ross. <laughs> and we, we rode our motorcycles. We decided to ride around Devon. We made a little film about it. In fact, it's on the internet. You can see the, we got some of that. You know, you get the rice pudding where you can, it's got the milk in it. And then there's, you can also, uh, the Ambrosia company, they brought out the, um, it's rice pudding, but it's got a custard base mm -hmm. instead of a, and we wanted to see which one was, the most appetizing to miniature horses so we went to a <laughs> well because there's that down in devon there's a like a shetland pony yeah. rescue center so we we went down into the field with all the shetland ponies like we put it on her because we thought we'd get the ponies to lick us right <laughs> so he rubbed the custody one on his face and i rubbed the regular one on my face yeah and then we got on all fours so as not to scare the Shetland ponies. Yeah. And then we crawled up to the ponies in the field. But then we re what we realised was we should have had half of each fit because I might have had a more lickable face than him and it yeah. had nothing to do There's with There's no control the there, yeah. But then also, ponies don't like dairy. It's uh -huh. not a thing. Horses, they're yeah. not interested in dairy. They don't get it in the wild. Even Shetland ponies, because they can get under a cow, but, they, you know, they can't, <laughs> they can't suckle. Yeah. But what happened to us is we're on all fours and the Shetland ponies were coming up, but they were more interested because they were on all fours so that like the trousers were a bit low, so the arse yeah. crack. So, 
they were more interested in, and we've been sleeping rough for a couple yeah, of yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. They were more interested in the musty smell of the arse crack than they were from the. So as an experiment, it didn't work out. But still, a result um, to the experiment, though. Yeah, yeah, po- yeah. Shetland ponies prefer the smell of sweaty asses to ambrosia yeah. rice pudding. Yeah, but that's that's yeah. no advert for the ambrosia <laughs> people, is it? And then um, ants crawling the your face. Oh, God. it was. I mean, we were sticky for because we had no way to, yeah. you know, we were just washing in puddles and that. So uh, yeah, anyway, so we did that for a week. Hold, hold on, did you do? Did you put the rice pudding on your face every day for a week? No, or that was no. just one day. Of- no, I had panniers on my bike, and we just packed it full of. We had cans that we would we'd heat it on the fire. You just put it straight on the fire. And then there was the the yogurt-style carton so you yeah. could eat it. But by the end of it, if you eat nothing but rice pudding for a whole week, I mean, I don't want to be vulgar about it, but we're talking we're talking arancini by the time you pass. You know, after, <laughs> after three days, you're doing arancini shits. That's not good. But anyway, so the point is... So let's, we're going to have to zoom out on this story. So oh, sorry, so I, I just, chicken wings was the, was how we got into that. So, yeah, so, oh, the, yeah, so yeah, the chicken... Sorry. So Manfred and I, we spent a you're week... Manfred, fucking hell. <laughs> so Manfred and I spent a week eating nothing but chicken wings. Yeah. Mm. And he had to bail out on the Thursday because he couldn't take it anymore. And I pressed on. <laughs> and that was when I first uh, suffered uh, a crippling gout. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that level of sympathy that people have when you, <laughs> yeah. tell, when you tell yeah, them you've course, got gout. Yeah. Gout's one of those things where, because it's essentially, it's like a crippling arthritis mm-hmm. that, where you can't walk. Awfully painful, apparently, yeah. Horrifically yeah. painful. Yeah. And But the way that you laughed there <laughs> yeah. is exactly how, I can't be turning up in the media, trying to raise awareness for gout. No. People, because people just think of Sir Toby Belch with his red face. It's also, I would say, when people really find out that you ate nothing but chicken wings for a week and nothing but ambrosia rice pudding for a week, the sympathy drains away slightly, Ross. A little bit. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Especially <laughs> when, when you put it like that. Especially, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't, I, I, people don't necessarily want to come on podcasts and discuss their finances. But I would say you're making enough from touring that you don't need to be sleeping in the field eating nothing but rice pudding for a week. No, 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 but that was fun, right? That was for fun. That was a holiday. It was for fun. Yeah, exactly. No, which is fine. But it just means that then when you're like, oh, I got gout because I ate uh, chicken wings, nothing but chicken wings for a week, everyone's like, well, it's not like he. (laughs) You you had a number of choices. But did that trigger the. did that yeah. trigger the gout or was it always in the background and then it was inflamed by that the chicken? That was the first wing? time I had the gout. The second first time I had it was when I bought a juicer. Mm. I bought a juicer and... Um, Got to juice I, your wings. Well, yeah, yeah, because the, the bones are wasted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't like... The fruit's better when it's just... I don't like it mixed. Yeah, so okay. I, So I... But then everyone's, oh, juicing's really healthy and all the rest of it. And I just had some juice and then that the fructose... Triggers the uric acid, bang! You're walking with a stick, so it's it's um yeah. Look, gout's not it's not to be laughed at, but in this case, it is. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. I feel yeah. I still feel fine about laughing at this. Yes, this yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I funny. Think, yeah. I think yeah. it's alright. So, so yeah. where, where do we get? So. I so think I, we've got I, we've got I, I your side stream. dish. So, so the chicken wings is your side dish. Is that so? Yeah. Sorry, that was the question I was asking. I can have chicken wings yes. as a side dish for my main. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because if you said no, I would strike the steak tartare 
And I would have chicken wings as a starter. No, you can have the right, chicken wings as a side. Yeah, Did yeah, you find yeah. out, by the way, where's the best place in Dublin for chicken wings? To be honest, I was... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> to he be honest, I... He doesn't know. I should, should have kept a note of it, yeah. really. Yeah. I fa- what I found was after two or three days, I couldn't feel my mouth anymore. The yeah. hot sauce of the wings. Yeah, the, and the gout was kicking in. <laughs> the gout was kicking in. I couldn't walk and I was slurring yeah. my speech. You're on your own because Manford's tapped Manford's out tapped ages ago. Out, yeah. Manford's gone off with his vegetables. <laughs> so your dream main course? Dream main course would be crispy duck. You know, with the pancakes. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, 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 yeah. Spring onions, cucumber. I'll have the spring onions. Not so bothered about the cucumber, mm-hmm. but you know you can put them there to make up the numbers. But but I like the whole duck. You know when they bring the duck out, oh yeah, and then you. Ooh, I, th- I think I just like that. It's like chicken. You know the chicken wings. Something to do, isn't it? Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a, you feel like yeah, and it's you mixing your own food again. Exactly. Is, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. They're bringing it out for you. Little pot of hoisin sauce in a pot of it. Something big, big, big pot. pot. <laughs> <laughs> gravy boat idea. Yeah, yeah. Gravy boat I don't because that's because when you get the spoon yeah. and you spoon and then it's you've got your pancake and you have to do that thing where you you sort of smear it around. Yeah. Come on, lads, give us a gravy boat. Would you then just do the duck and stuff first and then pour the hoisin on top I of think the duck? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, well, then, we can do that for you. And then uh, you know, sometimes you you think, oh, I'll have a little bit, a little bit of the leg, ooh, a bit of the skin, put that in there different textures roll it up sometimes just rolled up so it's you know long and thin cigar like sometimes i fold the ends in was more of a parcel like a burrito style yeah yeah twist it pull the thing through oh it's a duck croissant <laughs> you know <laughs> it's just it's perfect the duck crispy duck and you can't eat it i know you can get the you can get the waitros and that do one that you can cook yourself but it's not the same is it just like mm-hmm. they're just a big Big plate of duck, and they just go, There it is. All the duck get involved. Oof. Yeah. Has there been a week in your life where you've eaten nothing but crispy duck? Um, no, I don't, no, I don't think so. I mean, I went to China once, and that would have been the perfect yeah. opportunity. I once had pigeon, I ate a pigeon in China. Yeah. 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 On purpose as well. <laughs> yeah. You weren't yeah. just on your motorbike with your mouth open. <laughs> How was it prepared? Was it prepared? Like, was it fried? It or? was fried and it was sitting in the full pigeon. It was just a whole pigeon. Wow. Because I, th- I just pointed at stuff on the menu. Yeah. Because he, he, you know, he brought the menu out and it was all in Chinese and he sort of handed it like, go on then. Like, yeah. yeah good luck. Think, yeah. And I just went... Mm. One of those, one of those, and one of those, please. And he obviously went, get that pigeon from out the back. <laughs> and it was in the full seated. It was posed. It was posed like that. And um, yes. Yeah, so. It posed like it was running away. Yeah. And they got it. <laughs> yeah. They just thrown hot oil at it. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Like part of its neck had been hit by a brick. <laughs> it was... Was it tasty? Not really. No. Not really. No. So yeah, Chris, crispy duck. Would main, be the... main course crispy. I think this is the first main course crispy duck we've had. Yeah. I think people really? have chosen it as a starter, but not what? as a main yet. But if you have it as a starter, you want the whole. Because oh, yeah. I will not. If they bring it to the table and they've already made them up, and there's like four on the, I won't have that. I won't well, have no, I share it. To be fair, people, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have that. You know, sharing with other people. There's two. Oh my god. 
Like I'm all for like uh, I think just sharing's caring and it's important to teach our <laughs> sharing is a thing is all right but not when it yeah. comes to food. Yeah. Oh my god, it you know this there's two things that I will not stand for at a restaurant. When, you know when somebody goes, "Shall I order? Shall I order some uh, you know for the team?" Yeah. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. And and this happens quite a lot. If I order a nice dessert, you know, say a cheesecake or something like that, which is, mm. that's not a sharing dish, a cheesecake. No, no, no. If it was like, you know, several, or so anything with, um, anything with ice cream involved, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So possibly with a lover, but if you're with a, <laughs> with, with a friend, yeah. so like me, you know, me and, and me yeah. tour manager, right, we're, we're sitting there just the other night, actually, and I ordered a cheesecake, yeah. cheesecake come out, two spoons, Two yeah. spoons, mate. I'm like, you know, I don't want to cause a fuss, but I feel like, oi, get back here. Do I look like a Cockney musician? <laughs> Do I look like I'm going to play these for the entertainment of the other patrons? No. Well, take one, one of them spoon spoons away. away. I'm not Sylvester McCoy. I'm going to play spoons for yeah. people. One spoon. That's it. End of. Here's what I'm interested in. Go on. I would say the cheesecake might be the shepherd's pie of desserts. Ooh. It's got the layers there, mm. and I would imagine that would be an issue for you. It's interesting. I think if the uh, uh, biscuit was on the top and the cheese was underneath, <laughs> I wouldn't have it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if I think you know, but what? by I, that logic, uh, if someone flipped a shepherd's pie over and it was mash on the bottom, you know what? I, I think I think when it comes to dessert, that's why some people would think that I know. All the amateur psychiatrists now are going, like, he's a control freak. He doesn't like people touching his food. He just, he has to be, like, I know that's what you're thinking. Yeah. But it's not, it really isn't that, because I think when it comes to dessert, I'll be the first in the queue for an eating mess. <laughs> and that's probably the most mixed food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. probably mess the, in the title. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And you know in those, like, really posh, like, restaurants where it's all, like, no smudge, no smudge, and all that sort of stuff, is it the other way around? When they go to eat messes, yes, yeah, chef, and it comes out, that's not messy enough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, they, yeah. and they send it back. You know what I mean? Like it's too, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they'd but, often do like deconstructed things as well. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Was that really? I think this is the first episode of um, Chef's Table, the Netflix series. Right. It's that Italian restaurant that really, and, and their dessert is called some like, oops, I dropped the lemon tart yeah, or yeah. something. And it's meant to look like, uh, yeah, it's all the, it's all deconstructed, but they've splattered it on the plate like it's all over the place. But it's deliberate. Can't I can't remember, remember the guy's name now. Dude's name. That Massimo, is that Yeah, wrong? Massimo Batura. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Unless he's called Toby, I'm not interested. <laughs> I, you see, you've you brought up a very important point there. I forgot that that was a, that was a term, deconstructed. So is there anyone that specialises purely in deconstructed Dishes, because you you would because love I would literally yeah. go in there, and yeah. everything's deconstructed. Just stand, you go in there with a the build, builder's hat on, <laughs> stand in the kitchen, yeah. help yourself to whatever's in there. I mean, there's got to be what. Yeah. Do, what do you, do you reckon you've got recommendations? Yeah, those those fancy more. places all have at least one dish on there. I mean, it's less least, it's like, less in fashion now, though. I think. Yeah, people sneer at it a bit now, but I think that's a great idea. A restaurant where there's tables out there, but when it's your turn to eat. You just get to go into the kitchen with all the ingredients and just like eat what you pot, want. Hot pot places. Yeah. Where you can go and you can just pick all your ingredients and get it in the, in the hot pot and then, but then they put it they together. They mix it. They mix it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's bad. <laughs> I'm not having that. 
This is Chinese hot pot places with the boiling vat of oil on the table, basically. Yeah. And you get whatever you want and you cook it yourself and eat it. And You know, like sushi train. Mm-hmm. If they had sushi train, so it's like a Toby's, right? But instead of you going up with a plate and being given, you know, oh, right, I'll have some, there's the meat. You pick your own veg. If it was a restaurant where the stuff came round, mm. sushi train style, when the sushi comes around, yeah. instead of sushi, it's just, oh, it's a, that's a little bowl of mints. Lovely. I'll yeah. have some of that. Well, we keep coming back to this little bowl of mints. <laughs> little bowl of mints going out, which you love. It's your favourite thing. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Mysteriously not on your menu. <laughs> well, this is a Christmas episode, Ross. Yes. So that means we're also going to ask you your dream Christmas dinner or what you'd normally have right. uh, on Christmas Day. And I presume it's changed about over the years. You used to be a veggie, you're not now. Yep, that's so right. It must have been uh, different back for a while. For well, you. back as a as a child, uh, actually, now I come to say this, I, I'll tell you this and see if you can, as amateur, as, as amateur <laughs> got shrinks, more psychology to do, yeah. This might have affected me, yeah. the man I am now. Had a Christmas dinner. Yeah. My mum, we had a lot of very elderly relatives and nanas and lots of aunties, and they would all come around. And my mum used to do a massive, like huge, all of the, in many ways, like a sort of domestic Toby. Um, <laughs> and she used to dress as a jug. So I don't know. <laughs> she used to stand with one hand on it like that. She'd and, say, uh, the meal's on us. Yeah. Well, she would on say us. that. And then uh, I would say endless jugs. And then it got awkward. <laughs> um, she, so she would do all the cabbages and, and, and all manner of vegetables, right? And then uh, we'd serve, served it all up. And then uh, my sister and I loved the cranberry sauce, right? And there's a big thing of cranberry sauce there. And it's, I mean, a large thing of cranberry sauce. So we're going to get in quick because we want lots of cranberry sauce before the elderly relatives. So we put all this cranberries in there and not just on the side, like all over the thing like that. And then we sat down there with thinking cranberries. We got the bulk of the cranberry sauce here, feeling pretty good. And then we start, everyone sits down, we start eating. And then we realize that that wasn't cranberry sauce. That was strawberry jam. <laughs> and later on, she's got some scones and stuff for later on in the day. Yeah. We had put strawberry jam all over our Christmas dinner. So I went to my mom and I said, uh, we've, uh, put strawberry jam all over our Christmas dinner. But here's the thing, right? One of the elderly relatives, she was like in her like late 80s, probably early 90s at the time, and she had also put strawberry jam oh, all over Christmas it. dinner. Yeah. She'd say, oh, yeah, give me some of that cranberry sauce. And then we realised, we said to my mum, um, we've put cranberry sauce, uh, what we thought was cranberry sauce, strawberry jam, and so Auntie Han's done the same thing, right? But she's tucking, she couldn't taste anything. So she's tucking in, going, oh, this is lovely, right? Eating a full Christmas dinner with strawberry jam on it. And my mum, who's a, she's, no, no, she's a no-nonsense woman, although she did allow mango in the house, but she, <laughs> she, uh, she said, I'm not redoing it, like, eat it. Yeah. And uh, we went, whoa. <laughs> Auntie Hans eating, and she went, just gonna, you, You've messed up, you're gonna have to eat it. We're like, What? Yep. So we had to sit there and eat a full Christmas lunch covered in strawberry jam. I'm not gonna lie to you, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, I yeah. say, I can't, like, I'd happily do that if I'd made that mistake. So, the main thing would be, as I said, 
love the Brussels sprouts, mm-hmm. heavy Brussels uh, sprout, you know, ingredients in there. Pigs in blankets, I find that um, sometimes too short. I'd like a longer sausage with more of a wrap. Full-length sausage, yeah. Full-length yeah. sausage, yeah. and instead of the bacon going sort of horizontally, I'd like it, no, for, yeah, that way, long ways. Yeah. I'd like a full, almost like a bacon taco with a sausage Great. center. Yeah. That's what I'd like there. And then um, turkey... Don't really like the quite dry mm-hmm. meat, quite mm-hmm. flaky. I like the turkey legs. The brown meat. So, yeah. So I think, um, but full selection, the chicken. Uh, you know what's really nice? Have you done that thing where you take, uh, you t- in fact, I'm going to try it with this. Have you done that thing? You can do it with a can of lager oh, but, yeah. or Coca-Cola. Yeah. And you shove it up the chicken's arse. Yeah. And then you put it on a barbecue. And then you you roast the chicken and the can goes up there. I'm gonna do it with this rhubarb stuff. Yeah. I'm You're gonna, gonna have... do a course compressed beer can chicken. Absolutely. Yep. I'm like the new Heston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reopened yeah. Course... little chef. Yeah, yeah, coasting. That's that's yeah. They should do a slightly larger can with a spike on it. <laughs> For the chicken's ass. <laughs> For the chicken's ass. If you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. Course um, compressed rhubarb. Or maybe just a widened, like a wider base. Yeah. I think if uh, Little Chef did reopen and their whole marketing was that we've let Ross Noble uh, decide what our menu is and he's invented a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I think he might do actually right do quite well. Yeah, I think so. For yeah. a week. People go and have the course and press chicken. Yeah. And mince in a bowl. Oh. Mince in a bowl. <laughs> Just... It's a little starter at Little Just, Chef. Uh, yeah, well, what, what do they call him now? The uh, pork? Pork. Okay. Pork. Yeah. Like, that's just the same, isn't it? Well, you think poke is the same as mince in a bowl? Yeah. <laughs> it's in a bowl, Ross. <laughs> it's in a bowl. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> mince, imagine that, right. Because you know how, like, Ramsey's always banging on about, you know, the, the kitchen nightmares and stuff. Yeah. And I'll only watch the first 10 minutes. I don't want to see them. At the, I just want to, you know, see, I just the see him just get angry. And then, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but he always does the same thing. He always goes, right. We're going to do these dishes. They're going to be simple dishes. This is what, pe- you know, people are on their lunch break. They want a sandwich. They want a soup. It's always that. It's like, you know, I reckon if you opened a, a, an establishment, you know, it doesn't have to have my name on it, but, you know, <laughs> mince in a bowl. Yeah. Just call it, call it mince in a bowl. <laughs> mince in a bowl. Yeah. Uh, what sides do you have? Read the sign, mate. <laughs> <laughs> mince in a bowl. Has it got sauce or stew? Read the fucking sign. It's in a bowl. It's mince in a bowl. It's mince in a bowl. Yeah, yeah, well, I think, you know, I would like to see you open that chain. And I'd like to see it like... <laughs> chain? Are we going straight in with the chain, chain, are we? Yeah, it's immediately yeah, a chain, absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You bought a lot of mint. <laughs> kind of, that's not well, one. funny enough, funny you should say that, actually, about buying too much mints. I got... <laughs> <laughs> I got reprimanded by Sir Alan Sugar because of my... It's a long story, but I basically, th- there was this uh, pandemic, right? It was on the yes. news and that. And uh, I, all the theatres closed. And uh, so I uh, appeared on the Celebrity Apprentice Australia, right? We had to run a restaurant. Now, I've never had, I've never had a job. I've only ever done stand-up. Never had a job. Mm. And I've certainly never worked in a restaurant before. Now, this didn't go out on the TV. So what happened was... We had to run a dumpling restaurant. It was a Chinese restaurant, yes. right? We had to yeah. run this Chinese restaurant. Now, I don't cook. We've established that, right? Yeah. But one of my jobs as part of the project, right? I wasn't project manager, but as part of the thing. What was your team called? 
we were called the fundraisers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, we got the menu and it said, uh, this is how much mince you're going to need to make a hundred dumplings, right? Then the chef turned up and I said, it says here we need this much mince for the dumplings. Now, I'm not saying that the program makers deliberately gave us the wrong information, but this fella said, no, 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 that's that's not 10 grams. That's like 100 grams. And and anyway, the upshot was I went to the market <laughs> and I bought 100 times more mince than was required, right? So I knew it was going wrong. When I had a full carrier bag of mint, like the mint started coming out, but we'd committed to it. Yeah. And so I had this giant carrier bag full of mints. So we get back and we come up with this idea of selling a golden lucky basket, right? So basically all it was, was just some mints <laughs> in some like dumplings, right? In a basket. Yeah. But we had some sparklers. And when somebody ordered it, we charged them like five times the price. It was the same dish. Yeah, yeah. But I would come to the table and go, golden lucky basket, the golden lucky basket. And I would sing and dance, right? <laughs> and I'd come up, but it's very hot in the kitchen and I was sweating a lot. So basically a sweaty man with that stank of mints <laughs> with, with sparklers, golden lucky basket. And, and I would present it and I'd be like, hey, singing to them like that and high-fiving. And it wasn't until later that they'd go, we've been robbed here. Yeah. But yeah. what they didn't show on the television <laughs> was when I went to the supermarket to get all the mints and everything, I went into this Chinese supermarket and there was like, there was all of these like bars of gold made out of cardboard, right? And it looked like, oh, look at all these riches. And there was like sort of money like and that sort Jack of Jack and the Beanstalk, isn't it? They're sending you to sell the cow. And, then, and I think, well, if we get this stuff, right, yeah. every time somebody orders the golden lucky basket, yeah. right, we'll give them, it's only a piece of fake gold, right? But it's like part of the experience because that's yeah. what, because that's how you got to think when you're yeah. in business. This is what I learned doing The Apprentice. You've got yeah. to give them an yeah, you experience, learn a lot. Yeah. right? you got to make people... Yeah. So uh, what can we do? Uh, could I have the golden lucky basket? Two, three, four. The golden lucky basket. The golden lucky basket. And we're lighting the sparklers. And yeah. me and one of the other lads, we come out and we present them with the, it's just dumplings, but with sparklers. And we give them this gold. And it's like, it's the golden lucky basket experience. Anyway, they edited this out of the show. I handed the gold bars over and, and a lady sort of took me as such. She said, oh, can I just have a, a word, please? Said, yeah. She says, um, you um, you don't speak Cantonese, do you? Right? That's a fair assumption, right? <laughs> yeah. She said, you don't read Cantonese. She did. And uh, I said, no. She said, oh, um, so you don't, like this school that you've given us, um, you don't, I don't know why they didn't leave this in the show because it's honest. I said, uh, do, you know, do you know what this is that you've bought from the supermarket? I said, it was a, lovely bit of gold isn't it as part of the, <laughs> as part of the golden lucky bath and she said no no she said what this is and she said at a chinese funeral oh, <laughs> and as soon as she said those words chinese yeah. funeral i thought this might get edited <laughs> and she said at a she said what will happen is you go to the supermarket and you buy these representations of wealth that you place on the grave or on the the memorial would you call it? on the on the, the sure. shrine the, yeah the shrine to the dead person. And that represents, they take that 
with them into the afterlife. Yeah. So basically what you've done is you've served us food and some Chinese death gold. And you brought that uh, golden lucky basket at the top of your voice. Yes. It would be like serving, like in a traditional British restaurant, it would be like serving up, say, a shepherd's pie yeah. with a wreath that said, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> or in, oh no, a wreath that said, Enjoy. Yeah. And you go, isn't that from a, meant to be on a grave? So yeah. So uh, so just normal Christmas dinner, yeah? Normal Christmas yeah. dinner, yeah. <laughs> Your dream drink, Russ? Uh, well, it's got to be this, hasn't it? It's yeah. got to be. You Can know be. what? It's a two-horse race between this and there's a brand, Bundaberg. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Bundaberg up there in Queensland. They do the Bundaberg rum, but they also do a selection of soft drinks. And they do, have you tried... Lemon lime bitters? Yes. Yeah. No, so, I've not tried it. Brilliant. Bundaberg lemon lime bitters, I would say, is is on a is on a par yeah. with this. But I'm gonna say this edges it because uh less sugar in this. And so, it's your current you're currently in the pocket. Yeah, and I'm, the pocket I'm, the I'm just I'm living the rhubarb dream. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Do they sell that Bundaberg here? Yes, you can I, get it in some places. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you might have to get it at like uh, at a, see a, an expat supermarket, an Aussie expat supermarket uh, in the Earl's Court area. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, very much available. <laughs> I do like that, and um, I'm very fond actually of. Uh, I, I don't mind a, a non-alcoholic mojito. Oh yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a place near me that I've discovered does that. Right, and um, I find it impossible to go into that shop and not buy. A full bottle of the non-alcoholic mojito. It's 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 it's. I just like things that are refreshing, you know. Mm. Fentimans. I, I do like Fentimans. Uh, I do like the. Um, I like a rose lemonade. It's quite a tart, regular. You know the um, yeah. uh, Victorian style. Mm -hmm. Fever tree as well. I, I, I don't. Tree. You know they do. They do a very nice ginger beer. The, the mm. but I don't the Victor. I I don't like it being described as Victorian lemonade. I do. I like. Old style, mm -hmm. don't mind that. Yeah, yeah. Traditional, but the word Victorian conjures up uh, small children getting trapped in looms, going up chimneys. You know what I mean? Rickets, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. And I'm trying to, you know, it's a, sitting in a lovely beer garden, trying to try and have a lovely, oh, it's a lovely summer's day. And yeah. in the back of your back of your head, you're thinking about a Victorian urchin, you know, getting yeah. getting trapped in a spinning jenny. That's just market. That's just basics of yeah, market, yeah, isn't bad it? Market, you know? yeah. You still want to sort of, or the, um, you know, the uh, wheel that they used to have in prisons. You know, when they, like, I think Oscar Wilde was put on. You know, it was like the early treadmill. They used to. I've had so much of this. Stuff. <laughs> you, can actually, you can hear my stomach actually rumbling now. It's the creak of rhubarb. Does this around. happen all the time? People just talking about food. Just go. Oh, oh God, yeah, yeah. That's oh, most episodes. So, someone's stomach rumbling. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The, um, Are you able to enjoy a Victoria sponge? I mean, I know that it's not Victorian sponge, but like but it's, it's the still woman, it's the named woman after. herself, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it, 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 I mean, it's a delicious dish. Yeah. But I can't help. It puts me in mind of a period of mourning. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, sure, you can think about all of the the advances that were made in the mm. Victorian era, but the fact that it's a Victorious, but I just think, you know, it's just yeah. sort of, uh, yeah, the, all, those, all those dark days. And yet, well, here's what I'd say uh, as well. So you go to the Toby Carvery a lot, which you say is a, uh, you know, that's named after a character from Shakespeare. Does not remind you of Shakespeare times and all the stuff that went on then? I mean, that wasn't a, 
great time for Urchin's Eve. But it's Twelfth Night, isn't it? Which yeah, is more of a laugh, isn't it? It's yeah. So it's it's makes you think of the play, not the yeah. not the period. Yeah, exactly. I think, time. I, I think if there was one named after, say, if there was a chain of carvery style restaurants that were based on the Tempest, yeah. Mm, I don't think that was. Yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, of course, Hamlet, the mild cigar. Yeah. That was, uh, he was, they were riding on the coattails of, uh, of the bard. <laughs> so, I mean, he's had quite an influence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> about, and it's about time someone said it. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's a controversial thing, is it? We arrive at your dream dessert, Ross. Yes. Exciting times. Well, we, we'll be sending one spoon over for this, does it? One spoon. Absolutely. Yeah. I will not share. I'm telling you that now. Yeah. Like I say, if my wife wants to have a, I'm, you know, fine. But still tr- annoying though, isn't it? Oh, like, in fact, going back to Manford, right? <laughs> he, where were we? I'm going to see a Southampton. Uh, we How much were, time have you spent with Jason Manford? <laughs> we've holidayed together on a regular basis. No, we were in a in show Dublin together. We were tra- travelling around, yes. so we spent mm-hmm. a lot of the dined together. So both of Go you on. like straddle, you know, the world of uh, musicals. Thank God you said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could have gone, could have gone one or two ways. Um, you know, we were we were in the producers together. Right. Yeah, so we were on tour, so we'd go around the various different... And he likes it. What? So, d- this is making me recontextualise the Dublin story. Yes. So you were performing a musical every day. Yes. And you were still eating chicken wings for lunch and dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but but up at the tap out. <laughs> you're getting gout. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but don't forget, don't forget, it's like eight shows a week. Mm. There's a lot of dancing. You have to, before every... Before every show, you have to do a, a physical warm, like a dance warm. This is my point, though. Yeah, you're dancing around, you're doing a physical warm up, yeah. and you're only eating chicken wings. You must have felt like shit. What? What? You <laughs> jumping mean? around and dancing, and with only chicken wings in your stomach? Did you not feel awful? Only chicken wings. Do you know how many chicken wings I eat? I was like, I thought you meant, oh god, you've had too much chicken wings. How am I gonna? How am I gonna arabesque with <laughs> with this? That wing? is sort of what I mean. Do you not? Did it not make you feel sick? No, you know, here's the thing, right? I have like a... I you can't even compute what I'm saying. No, I know, I know. <laughs> there's, uh, um, there's t- on two occasions, two occasions it's been pointed out to me, certainly doing stand-up, there was one time I ate a full pizza and then went straight on stage, didn't even... Paul Tonkinson, <laughs> no I was doing a gig with uh, Paul Tonkinson and he just went, how is that even possible? And another time I was doing a gig with Sean Locke and... Uh, Sean said he couldn't eat before he went on and he watched me eat a full platter. It wasn't TGI Fridays, but it was a Churchill's it was. It was like a TGI Fridays style place. Yeah. And I ate like a full TGI Fridays dinner. And Sean said that he literally couldn't believe that a human being could eat that much food. And he said, I literally, they went, you're on. And I wiped the, I wiped away the residue of the dinner. I just wiped it away and walked straight on stage. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't concentrate going, that's so no, it's protein, isn't it? Yeah. Protein, yeah, so. fill yourself up with it, and then just go on stage and dance it off. Sorry Maybe. to interrupt. So you're no, in right. Southampton with Manford. Yes, and I ordered a dessert, and you know when they do that thing where they um they'll get the chocolate and they'll do the up and downy, mm-hmm. you know, it's that that up and downy thing. And I'd eaten uh, you know, I'd eaten whatever it was, the the chocolate bombs here, and I'd eaten that, and Manford literally reached across, wiped his thumb through the chocolate, 
licked it, did it again. Oh, he double dipped. Like 100%. Manford, man. Like he literally (laughs) just, he'd seen that I'd left that chocolate to the end. So I could, and he just went like that. And you know what? Normally I'd be furious, but I just thought I was such a ballsy thing to do. (laughs) It was such a ballsy thing. Such a power play. Like the, the biggest power play you could possibly imagine. Even like short of somebody's cake saying happy birthday, short of taking the happy off and eating that in front of the celebrated yeah. person. It's like something from Goodfellas. Yeah. Oh, it was, I was, I just went, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> Did he not break eye contact the whole time he was doing it? Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't even put his thumb in his mouth and like, we're going to do that. Held the thumb up and licked it like that. In fact, my wife, uh, it was her birthday recently. And I got her a birthday cake. And you know how they do that where they get the, the hot sugar? Yeah, yeah. And then they make it into... Oh, yeah, it sugar says, work, yeah. Yeah, that's the sugar work. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, sugar work, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> like having Peter String for the winner. <laughs> Are you looking for some sugar work? <laughs> You've come to the right place. Um, yeah, sugar work. And I thought, oh, that looks, that looks nice. Yeah. And I had the, the H and the A. And... Uh, Put uh, crunchy, crunchy. It's, it's plastic. <laughs> it, was ab- it was absolutely plastic, and I just and you know once it's in and it was cr- all crunched up. Like, oh, yeah, I've done it. It's too late. Sorted it. Yeah, yeah. You heard your mum's voice been like eating that now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. You put it on there. You're exactly. eating it. Yeah, and my kids were just like, "Have you just, have you just eaten plastic, Dad? Have you just?" And I went, "Yep." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Golden lucky basket. <laughs> so, have I picked it? No, no, you no, don't. Of course, haven't. No. Now, so I'm, does the Manford put his thumb in your dessert? Oh God, yeah, yeah, all a, the chocolate sauce. There's an erotic treat for, the, for Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ladies, some of you fellas out there, go. Oh, this is. I'm glad we've glad we've stuck with the four hours it's taken to get to this point. Ooh, yeah. I know what's absolutely killed him there is some of you fellas out there. That's what's absolutely yeah. taking him out. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, it's modern times, isn't it? Yes, it is modern times. <laughs> it's, it's funny seeing that, that that thought process in your head. That, that that's modern times. I better say fellas as well. You should chuck in some of you fellas out there. Again, not all of the ladies. No, not all the ladies, boss. Now, am I right in thinking? From yeah. from the episodes that I've listened to, yeah. am I right in thinking, James, that you love a sweet trolley, a dessert trolley? I, I, well, I do love dessert trolley, but I love desserts to be sweet. When people choose a cheese board, that's when right, I go right. through the roof. I like sweet and savoury mixed together. That's a, that's delicious. But you know, would you say that? Mm. So, because I would say with the cheese board situation, because I do like a cheese board. Okay. In fact, I'll sometimes, I would happily have a ploughman's lunch, right? Mm. What What's special about a ploughman's lunch? It's not mixed. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Very separate you know, meal. Very yeah. separate meal. Uh, weird, really. I, would ha- I would happily have a ploughman's lunch and then a cheese board. What the fuck? Yeah. Wow. What? Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. I, I respect, respect the hell out of that. that. Um, but on a menu... Well, it'll say dessert, yeah. But then the cheese, like I, I don't like it when the cheese board is mixed in with the. Wow. If it's mixed in with the dessert, I don't even like the menu being mixed. If the, you know what I mean, like if, the, if it's listed as a dessert, if this is yeah. a dessert, we go no, that's a cheese board, that's a separate course. Yeah. You have your starter, you have your main, you have your dessert. Yeah. 
Can I get you any coffee? And some cheese. Mm -hmm. Coffee, you want cheese to be with the coffee? I don't drink coffee, but... Yeah, yeah, so instead of coffee... I'll have one of these wonderful rhubarb (laughs) drinks and then I'll have cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. yeah. Love a dessert, right? Now, dream restaurant. So the first thing, and you might think, oh, that's a bit... This is the ice cream version of lasagna. This can't work, right? (laughs) In posh restaurants... They never serve a full Walls Vionetta. Right? <laughs> yeah. They never do it. No. And yet the Walls Vionetta is, you know, as an ice cream creation, I mean, it's a bit special. No one's ever done anything else like that since the Walls Vionetta. It stands alone, doesn't it? I it's- went to a place recently in Brighton called The Windmill. Right. And you would not necessarily order this, but they did a Vionetta Affogato. I don't know what that is. When you pour an espresso over ice cream. Oh, but they did it with Vianetta. Why haven't you told me about it? Because we do a food podcast together and I'll try and save it. <laughs> you should be texting me about it. I'd like to see your live live, live expression when you when so you like, learn about it. That's the best fucking idea I've ever heard in my it life. It was brilliant. Did they pour it on or did they let you pour it on? I think they poured it on. Mm, but I'm so sure you could ask. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask. Because for me, that's, yeah. I do like that one. You know where you get the, the ice cream and then maybe... Some honeycomb, mm-hmm. you know, you have the honeycomb in there, and then they give you the jug of the of the the molten chocolate, and you get to pour that on, then it hardens up. But the problem is, is that I really like crumble in all its forms. Like I really like a crumble. So again, mixed, but I'll overlook that. I would say, if mm. I could have, I like a summer fruits crumble. Uh-huh. I like the. You know, the, the apple, I like all the rhubarb, the crumb. Of course. So if I could have, say, several bowls, right? Get rid of the mince. Wash the mince out of it. <laughs> I want... You don't want new bowls in your dream, yeah. Yeah. No, they, 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 they did have mince. You want the hint of, hint of mince. Just want a whiff of mince. Yeah, yeah. Just a slight... <laughs> Just a slight reminiscence. Yeah, yeah. They go, we'll be served today. We'll be served. You know, you go to them restaurants and go, today we'll be serving you uh, an apple crumble with a reminiscence <laughs> of mince. Ooh, lovely. Um, so I want several bowls yeah. with a selection of crumbles. Do you want them organised by colour like the Robinson's bottles? Oh, yeah. I want them all to be perfect. He's done it again. He's just smashed it. The mention of Robinson. <laughs> Every time Robinson said, was that a coincidence? Or something? Benito's oh trashed his laptop God. now. That's he, so funny. He, Every time Robinson gets mentioned. He's the smash. He's, he's gone to see him hypnotist as me. That was, a, was unbelievable. That's how you should finish this episode. Just start chanting the word Robinson's again and again and watch he goes him crazy. smash the entire studio. <laughs> Um, good lord uh, paging Mr. Pavlov Um, uh, no what I'd like is I'd like all the crumbles to have the same topping on them Mm -hmm. don't know which crumbles which it's like a a crumble roulette so yeah you definitely don't want it in the Robinson's no you can't because then you don't know what's what so you want it crumble roulette crumble roulette but you'd have to Roulette, what's that? Roulette, that's a thing. What's a roulette? A, a roulade. Roulade. Roulade, roulette. Oh, yes, roulade. Yeah, <laughs> not roulette. That's where, that's where they keep bringing the dishes back. Four waiters delivering to your <laughs> table. Could I have the roulette? Yes. <laughs> Roul- what's a roulade? Roulade's another dessert, right? It's like a Swiss roll. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all right. Well, Swiss we've got to make sure that we don't get a crumble roulade. Yeah. Right? It's got to be a crumble roulette. 
Okay. Right? I don't want a Swiss like, roll yeah. full of crumble. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I think I do. Actually, yeah, not bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nice, actually. Actually, yeah. Can we have that? We'll have that in the centre. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a crumble roulade. Yeah. Surrounded by a crumble roulette. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing: for what? it to be a roulette, I would say one of them mm. needs to be oh something terrible. Bad. Well, Names. that's only, that's <laughs> only if you follow. That's only if you follow the rules of Russian roulette, right? True. Yes. Because roulette. It's not like when you go to it, all it is, it. is just a wheel, yeah, right? Yeah. It's just a roulette wheel. You go, don't go to a casino and there's one square where if it lands on it, you get a shot. Sure. That's, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. So it doesn't need to have something bad on it unless you think it might be fun. Yeah, you're right. It's just a... You can lose, sure, but... Okay, bet, I want 32 different crumbles, right? right? Served on a roulette wheel. Mm -hmm. No, I don't want... I want 31 crumbles and the green thing, you know, the zero mm -hmm. yeah. for the house... That can just be a little bit of cream. Yeah. It'll have to be quite a big roulette table of the wheel. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then I sit there and the table, the whole table. Now we're talking. This is this is what I want in my dream restaurant. And then all the diners sit around the outside. Mm -hmm. You get dessert chips, right? You put your chip down. As in gambling chips, not gambling chips. Yeah, but no. They could be chips, yeah. if you like. Each number represents a different crumble. Mm -hmm. You spin the you spin the wheel. You sit back, Ooh, hey, 34, no more crumble bets, please. The thing lands, cherry and apricot, and then everybody gets served. Everyone gets cherry Everyone, everyone gets, gets yeah. that one. Yeah. And then, you know, you can have just one crumble, or if you want to, do you want to double down? <laughs> anyone, anyone, and then some people, people will get up and leave the table, exactly. obviously. Exactly, some yeah. people will be like, Manfred's oh, out after three. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God, yeah, well, he'd probably wipe his fingers in mine, wouldn't he? <laughs> he'd be like, you know, yeah, and then you lose it, and then it's down to, then it's down just like a Bond film, it's just you and a fella. Spin the wheel, yeah. what is it now? You know, forest fruits and something else. Yeah. yeah. And then, so, selection of crumbles, Walls Vionetta in the middle, yeah. The roulette, roulade. Roulade, the crumble the roulade. Crumble roulade, selection of crumbles on the roulette wheel, then a, um, a large jug of hot chocolate sauce. Okay. But it will need to have like one of those uh, heater things because mm -hmm. I don't want it going hard in the jug. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. metal jug, ceramic handle, heat it up. And you know those taps you get in posh kitchens that give you hot water all a cooker. the time? Mm -hmm. What? A cooker. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Isn't that K double O K E R? That's the arse of a bird, isn't it? Isn't that <laughs> a duck's arse? Cloaca. Oh, it's a cloaca. Cloaca. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a cloaca. Don't tap. get those confused. <laughs> um, I want one of those hot tap. What is it? A, cl a, cu a cooker tap. It's oh, yeah, a cooker, but cooker with a cooker. Yeah, with a Q. Yeah, with a Q. Yeah, with a Q. I want one of them with custard. Yeah. <laughs> So I can just, yeah, like constant hot custard just dispensed. Yeah, amazing. That sounds delicious. I mean, I'll, I'll be well up for that. <laughs> yeah. Is there going to be a crumble in particular you got your fingers crossed for? I like the rhubarb. I like the apple. I like rhubarb and apple. I want three. <laughs> Can read your menu back to you now. See how you feel about it, Ross. Yeah. You would like sparkling water with one big bubble. Uh, no, I've changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I want to redo them. <laughs> Yes. A drop of lime cordial. Yes, please. Poppadoms with the sauces uh, maybe syringed into your mouth. It's up to you. Yeah. Start a steak tartare with the egg on top, main size portion. Medium rare. Medium rare. <laughs> main course, crispy duck pancakes. Yep. Christmas dinner, you want turkey, chicken, Brussels sprouts, 
long pigs in blankets like they're in tacos. Yep. Side dish, chicken wings. Yep. Drink, rhubarb, coarse and press. Yes, please. Dessert, a crumble roulette, a crumble roulade, cream, a, a jug of molten chocolate, and a tablet dispenser's custard. Yep. You've got to say, for all the stuff we've talked about, apart from the dessert, you listen back to that menu, you've gone, it's quite a normal menu. Yeah. We've really been round round the houses on stuff. We haven't got a cheese board yet. Though. We haven't got a cheese board <laughs> oh, yeah. yet. Well, you yeah. can have one by yeah. the fire yeah. afterwards. Yeah. I'll let you have a cheese board by the fire. It's delicious, though. Yeah, I think that would start. I think if you, were, I think if you were, went to a restaurant, I mean, like the journey to the choices. You know, I've, I think I've justified them. A lot them. of fun. Oh, but, absolutely. But, but I think that I think yeah, if you went to, I think if you went to a restaurant, you'd go. No, I think that's a that's a nice that's a nice respectable meal. And then, oh, hey, it's yeah. red custard roulette. <laughs> yeah. no, no, I think it's got, if anything, I mean, look, I, I've, I've been with my wife for many 23 years now, but I think if I was a single man, I reckon, I don't think there was any ladies or fellas who would uh, who would be disappointed with that. You, you know? think that just, I mean, that it depends what, what date it is, I guess. A first date, I think suddenly doing crumble roulette at the end and having a custard tap. Well, I think be. that's when you know that, you found someone good. Yeah, right? that's when you. Yeah, that's when. If it's they're like, like, yes, crumble yeah, roulette. I love that. Yeah. If they're like, oh, then, I don't know about this crumble roulette. Oh, roulet. I thought you meant like, like on a first date. On a first date, you could stuff yourself full of crumble. You could be drinking from the tap because you know it's a first date. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. Need to. Nothing's going to happen. I, nothing's going to happen tonight. Yeah. It's just you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm a respectful guy. I'm just going to fill myself full of crumble. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it'll be a peck on the cheek, you know. Yeah. Yeah. See so you safely into a taxi, right? On the Craig David scale, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> on the Craig David scale, yeah. Once we're starting to push towards the weekend, there'd be no custard tap. No custard tap. No, you know? no. So wise advice there for any young, any young lads entering the dating scene. Do you want to kind of like turn that into a Christmas message for people? <laughs> <laughs> the... Well, you know what? I think we should ring Craig David right now, get him to re-record that song. Put some sleigh bells on it, <laughs> you know. Craig David's Seven Days of Christmas. Yeah. Instead of the 12 days where he got his true love, it was just some lass he met in a subway. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Ross. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Ross. Well, there we are, James. An absolutely epic episode with Ross Noble. What a menu, what a guy. And he didn't say noodles. He did not say noodles, to be fair to him. Uh, you know, it would have been weird if he'd said it on the Christmas bit. Yeah, but he had strawberry jam. He had strawberry jam. So who, yeah. who's to say? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, thank you very much for us coming in. Don't forget, you can see him on tour. His new show, Jibber Jabber Jamboree, is touring now. Uh, go on to rossnoble.com for tickets. And also, while you're at rossnoble.com, yeah. his last show, Humanoid, is available as a special there as well. So do go and buy that for all of your Ross Noble needs. And should say, before we carry on, Yard Sale have sent us their Christmas pizza to the studio today. I forgot that it was being delivered and ate a big lunch. I did not forget. I ate two big slices. It was delicious. Always liked their Christmas pizza. Ever since they asked us to yes. collaborate with them on a Christmas pizza, I've made sure that I've not missed it every year. This one's delicious. So do get yourself along to Yard Sale. Uh, we'll be back um you know, pretty soon with some best of episodes of the year. The only episode you need to listen to all year of Off Menu. No, um, it's the only episode you listen to all year while you clean your house. Uh, yeah. there'll, there'll probably be two of them. Uh, they'll probably be topping three hours. Yeah. Uh, it's a good podcast, so there's a lot of best of. A lot of best of, a lot of guests, a lot of highlights. Yes. It's all you need. 
Absolutely. Sure. And also we need to include bits from every guest so they don't feel left out. Yes, uh, yes. The new series will be here next year. New series of Off Menu? New series of Off Menu, James. Do you know what seri- number series it is? 21? It's 11. 11. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you all. Hope you have a lovely festive period. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 